0: It's the My Michelle Live podcast. My, my,
1: my, my Michelle Live.
0: Wow, what a week we have to look at and a lot of news that affects you and affects I. So we're going to be taking it on today with my co-host, Adam Razzieri. Adam, Hey.
2: Hey, hey, how are you doing?
0: Oh, boy, I'm doing okay. But, uh, you know, the state of the world, it's getting even crazier. I mean, crazier.
2: Well, it's it's when you think it's like, when you think you've seen it all or you've heard it all, then then tomorrow happens. (laughs) You know, it's just like. The the Canada thing, right? Like that's insane. Canada,
0: um, some of the the Hillary Clinton issue we're going to talk about. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what that it seems to be a theme every week, and this week's theme is what you're not hearing. Uh, It's smoke and mirrors is really what the theme is. Smoke and mirrors in the reporting of news, and why outlets like this are so important because. You're just not. You're not only not getting it. It's all a dog and pony show. It's getting crazy out there, Adam.
2: That, that's really it. That's really it. There, there are so many things that really do matter. But you know, Michelle, when when you have those who choose the headlines that uh, that, that run, you know, that afternoon or that next day, that morning, when you have people that are choosing those headlines based on their own biases, then then shoot, like, what are you really being exposed to? Are you being exposed to propaganda? Are you being exposed to what's actually happening? A little bit of both. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't have that kind of picking and choosing, but that's exactly what's going on right now. And you know, looking to things like, I mean, Hillary Clinton, how many years have we heard speculations about the Clintons and things that they do that seem a little bit off, right? Like when I say how many years, I guess the real question is how many decades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that this this news that's come out specific to the Durham investigation. and well I mean it's news that I think is important, but I, I can't wrap my, my arms around the fact that the media isn't really talking about it at all. Like you don't hear anything about the Durham investigation on, on MSNBC. You don't hear anything about that on CNN. You really don't hear much about it in the print media as well. But, you know, for four years when Trump was in office, it was like all they seemed to talk about was the topic of the Russian collusion and the Russian yes. investigation and him being an, a Russian asset, which, I mean, those are some pretty big claims. Like, you're trying to say the president of the free world is a freaking Russian
0: asset. Hey, and that's what? fine, investigate it. But that, I mean, that's all they talked about. And they couldn't find anything to their chagrin. But if that wasn't bad enough, now that there's some breaking information i mean this stuff is crazy from hillary hiring folks to break into servers so that they can try to make it look like he's colluding and yet we're not hearing anything about it that should really trouble absolutely everyone
2: well once upon a time to like to steal information you had to break into a building at night uh, bring a ladder, you know, have a ski mask, climb into <laughs> a, a window and then open up a storage closet with with filing cabinets. And now you just you just hire a tech firm and have them hack into your building. Maybe maybe have them into your building under under false pretenses and wiretap your 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 phone lines, your Internet lines. Uh, you know, it's like the same thing. Oh, technology makes way, life so much think.
0: easier for people, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like nefarious acts are definitely, you might say easier, you might say more complicated at the same time. I mean, it just depends on what your what your skill set is. And if I'm like Liam Neeson from Taken, it's like I have a certain <laughs> set of skills.
0: <laughs> Let's take a li- little bit but, of you know, a listen.
2: In, in perspective of, of the Clintons and frankly, the Obama administration, as it pertains to, at once upon a time, candidate Trump, and then eventually President Trump, or President-elect Trump, uh, they were literally okay. So based on the Durham, uh, the, the the basic Durham filings, he hones in on this guy Michael Sussman, this campaign attorney, who worked under Hillary Clinton, and this guy basically, uh, per Durham, approached the uh, the Department of Justice, pushing this Russian collusion narrative that kind of was was existing between Trump Tower and a Kremlin-linked bank. And Sussman said that he wasn't really sharing this this information about how compromised Trump was on behalf of any specific clients, but he was acting acting on behalf of two clients collectively, this tech executive and then Hillary Clinton's campaign.
1: Take a so, listen to this. Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign paid an internet company to access servers at Trump Tower and the White House in a search for links between Donald Trump and Russia, a US special prosecutor has suggested. The Clinton campaign was effectively accused of spying by John Durham, a lawyer investigating the origins of the Russia inquiry, which dogged the first half of the Trump presidency. First half
0: for all
2: four years. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You know?
0: And on top of all of this, uh, we're, we're not only not hearing about it, but this is something that's a bit disturbing, as one outlet says, you know, some government permission had to be given somewhere along the line because we're looking if you uh, look down on their report they're saying you know you had to deal with the FBI secret service servers and such how the heck did they get in and, and you know what maybe maybe there's a server that we didn't know about that was in someone's bathroom that was easy to access i don't know <laughs> or
2: but. a basement that just happened to disappear right yeah there you go <laughs> Uh, maybe comey knows where that is i'm not sure but he's been pretty under the radar (laughs) where where is he uh you know michelle like the entire time this was taking place i mean it wasn't like a secret you know it's like you know like whenever my wife is trying to get away with something with me like i can tell you know just because like i know that face she makes um the entire time that this was going on trump was like uh guys like Hello, something's going on here. Like these guys are spying on me. They're wiretapping me. And the media was yeah, just, like, the time, just like, the entire time they're just like, no. You see his tweets. He's crazy.
0: But, <laughs> but this nah. whole time, you know, it's smoke and mirrors. And that's a lot of what we're talking about. Uh, you don't have to be pro Trump to say, wait, there's something going on here. You don't have to be anti Hillary to say, wait, what's happening and wonder why it is not getting reported it that goes beyond negligence outright to dangerous right and as we see as we see more tyranny coming out of um, leadership i was thinking of uh, someone reminded me that george orwell had talked about tyranny and in order for tyranny to rule he said it it must have fraud and it must have force but once that fraud is exposed they're left only with force and that's a bit of what we start to see the the force you know we're we're still in the flirting with fraud phase when we're not hearing all right. of the news or when news is spun or when we're as we're going to be talking about with the uh freedom convoy we have one level of reporting with certain um, demonstrations and protests and another with an entirely different set of protesters. That's what we're seeing. Um, and that leads to another story. It, well, it was, there was a couple other things you wanted to bring up about, yeah, about this yeah, well, before I mean, we first move all, on.
2: Michelle, like if there's really nothing to talk about in the story, you know, as far as the media goes, I mean, can we at least point out uh durham's beard right like that thing's a pretty serious (laughs) beard like that is a story of its own you can't even see his lips uh this guy has had a history of being super private and super quiet when it comes to an investigation because that's how good prosecutors act right they don't they don't leak information to the press they don't leak information that can kind of grow into a story that is maybe not true and so that's why durham has been around since the bush administration since he was around back in the clinton Uh, obama years right like he's he's built up this rapport with democrats for a majority of his career for being a guy that has just a high degree of integrity and, and runs lives by ethics so so now here he is he's investigating things that the far left doesn't want you to know about and there's literally no coverage being being given to us uh among the mainstream media like literally a total blackout of this story and so i think that you know when it comes to the to the gravity of the situation michelle i can't help but think that given that this came under this came basically from the obama administration i mean this is as big or bigger than watergate you know this is literally that big you Mm -hmm. have a sitting executive branch basically obama and hillary at the time uh investigating a, a presidential candidate and then trying to doctor the story to make the guy seem like this russian asset i mean it's beyond me that here we have ABC and NBC and CBS and CNN and MSNBC. And I don't know why I'm surprised anymore, but they just didn't cover this. It's at blacked all. out. It's nearly it's blacked
0: story. out. And where it has been reported, it was maybe alluded to that it's another one of those silly conspiracy theories.
2: Fiery, but mostly peaceful, Michelle.
0: There you go. <laughs> and so uh, I think CNN gave three whole minutes to oh, the story, that was,
2: that was <laughs> gracious of them wasn't
0: it come on <laughs>
2: <laughs> like even the washington post was like their headline was why trump is once again claiming that he was spied on in 2016 it's like oh once again he's claiming this i mean come on guys it's a little bit more than just a claim at this point there's That's- there's a lot of smoke there if there's not a fire then what's going on because there's a ton of smoke
0: well we have a really good way of ignoring smoke and fire in the media, and we did it a lot when Black Lives Matter was were burning up cities across the country, and you had some of the pundits and the reporters saying, "Well, this is just you know people are frustrated. You, you protests aren't supposed to be just one hundred percent peaceful," uh, and there was a lot of support for that uh, because there was some concerns for injustice. There were concerns that police get too much power. Uh, There are people who have profiling uh, thoughts. And so they'll profile and then you'll see bad behavior. Is it all of police? No, but there were some concerns and it was worth talking about. And you better believe it was worth protesting over and people taking to the streets and saying, hey, pay attention to this. What wasn't okay were were riots. And I want to just show some of those just to remind folks what we lived through because we do tend to have a short memory don't we in in yeah we're like
2: like less than a goldfish is our attention span.
0: <laughs> so this was my city of seattle
2: Protest turned destructive in downtown seattle tonight here's what we know as of 10 o'clock Protests started at about noon today in Seattle, but turned destructive right around 4 p.m. when yes. someone lit a Seattle police cruiser on fire. Um, and grampy pig on the side of it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. It?
0: And this is, uh, you, I'll just show it in the background as we talk. These are some of the uh, protests from 2020. All over the country, we saw Fires, uh, looting, uh, people were were injured, killed. We saw a lot of that, and the media, the politicians, they gave it mostly a pass. Now there were times where the police were called out to to bring about order but they were often asked told demanded to stand down do not defend yourself in our city we were uh, our police were told they could not use any kind of gas they could not use uh, they also couldn't use uh, hoses uh, fire hoses or anything of that nature stand basically stand down defund this was what we experienced uh, black lives matter are now back in the news uh, where they spent a hundred thousand of those millions and millions that they were able to raise funds for those funds were never deferred by the way they were never uh, I- investigated uh, GoFundMe didn't take those funds and give them to somewhere one else so they have plenty of money to post a hundred thousand dollars bail to an activist from Kentucky who, attempted to kill with gun a gun by the way that uh, well we'll oh, yeah. get into that it was a, it was a, uh, a mayoral bandometer. a mayoral candidate uh, in some anti-semitic hate-filled murderous violent uh, attack what yeah, the, the guy walks into this, the heck? this
2: campaign office and just starts rattling off shots and actually the the, the guy running for office in, in louisville he had a bullet literally go through the sweater he was wearing like thank god literally oh wow. god he didn't get shot but you know th- this shooter i mean Michelle within hours of the sh- of the sh- of the actual event hours of the shooting this guy is walking on the street free after his arrest because of this 100,000 dollars bailout from what's called the and I'm going to say uh, say the city the right way just cuz I had cousins that live there the Louisville Community Bail Fund <laughs> uh this Louisville Community Bail Fund is a part of BLM And in fact, the the Louisville BLM organizer, Chanel Helm said, and this is crazy. She said that the shooter would be safer out of jail after likely suffering from PTSD from two years of social unrest and two years of the COVID pandemic. Oh, that poor guy. Like, how insane is that? Like, we're, we're, we're literally sitting here bailing out a guy who literally endangered everyone in the room of this office like literally in in danger of losing their lives, it's literally incredible that no one was actually shot, right? Like this guy must have been the worst shot in the world. Or, you know, obviously God was definitely a part of that situation too, making sure that everybody was safe. Um, You know, you have BLM here bailing out a shooter when nobody talks about the shooting death of of 77-year-old retired police officer David Dorn, who was literally a retired St. Louis police department Uh, officer. You know, like nobody talks about that guy's death. And he was a black man that was shot Literally, while he was trying to just stop the rioters from destroying his community and, and shops around him, he was shot in front of a pawn, uh, a pawn shop, and his death was recorded and posted to social media. It was, you really, know, what really you freaking
0: y'all have lost your damn minds. Let's just, you know, <laughs> I I like to be insane. all professional, everything, but what the freaking hell? You've lost your damn minds. What the heck? A, a good movement to a degree, saying uh, having been at the very site where George Floyd was shot and killed about a month to the day of his shooting and talking to the community, you know, they wanted a conversation. They wanted to say, Hey, there's been some practices we're not happy about. Let's talk. Right. And the powers that be were, Oh no, you know, there's there's nothing to see here. And so they were upset about it. And that's right. That part's right. But it turns into this riotous, ridiculousness, um, that coddles criminals, praises the the depraved, and and we have a media and people in power that support it. Now, conversely, you. you have now uh, in. In Canada. They've they've lost all sense of democracy. (laughs) They have emergency powers that were enacted this last week, seizures of funds um, and property, gassing and beating their citizens. And let me tell you, they're saying, no, 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 that's not really happening. Yes, it is happening. And that's why we're going to be reporting it here, getting video from on the ground. um, And we're going to, we're going to give you what's really going on there. And the reason why, this is so important is that it's a protest much like black lives matter had a beef they had something they wanted to say we need to have conversation and as a result we have blm signs everywhere we have the nba you know having it pasted on their courts but we have peaceful protests and i'm telling you these things there has not been one person that has died that I have been made aware of in the protests in Canada. And they have seizure of property, seizure of funds. Anyone who's donated $10 or more, uh, have been investigated and can have their funds seized, including right. a, a single mom who had all of her money. Nope. You don't get it anymore because you contributed $50 to the convoy. You know, whose money is not being seized. Feinstein, his money's not being seized. You know, he can rape little kids. His money's not seized. That's fine, and all those contributors to him, they're just fine. So we're Same. gonna we're gonna be looking into a bit of this um, and, and really getting an, a a better view, if I might say, of what's happening. I'm gonna uh, pull up a video here um, of what's really happening here in. It
1: is let
0: me see we'll start at the beginning of what's really happening here in the with the convoy um adam have you been following it much
2: you know i i have been watching it pretty closely just because I, i can't believe what i'm seeing you know like you literally see this group of people who are organizing peacefully who are organizing for a purpose they're not trying to wage anarchy they're not trying to destroy the cities that they're protesting and they're literally in ottawa showing solidarity with each other these are these are the truckers who just well shoot michelle in 2020 trudeau was praising all of these truckers for being heroes and for continuing to to be brave by transporting goods and and, and from from one place to the next right like just for doing their jobs for keeping people fed for keeping uh, uh shelves stocked and now he's literally calling these guys terrorists. He's cutting off their funding. <laughs> he's beating them. Yes, I know. Uh, it's he has a police horrible. literally confiscating gas horrible. cans from their trucks. And it's it's, it's the most absurd oh, thing that I've ever gonna seen. You're going
0: to love some of these well, stories. it's not the most
2: absurd thing I've ever seen, but it's definitely very far up there. Some, um, some of these
0: stories, yeah, it's, Adam. It's, it's unimaginable. Some of these stories are are beyond the pale so we're going to start with a bit of the media's reporting uh saying well there's a lot of untruths and problems coming out of uh, social media you know so we're going to report for you the truth we're going to let you know what's really going on and this woman uh, claims to have been on the ground so um, we'll take a listen and then we'll see what's really going on we'll watch here
1: listen. Disinformation, disinformation circulating on social media. How would you describe, you know, what you're seeing online versus the reality there on the ground? Yeah, there were some people alleging police brutality. I didn't see that. I did see people absolutely getting hit by batons and some rough arrests. Those were people who did not move back as the police line advanced. Some...
0: Oh, can I just stop that Rough arrests. They, they are complaining about police brutality. I did not see that. I did see people getting hit by batons and things, right. you know, but that's not police brutality or anything. No. That's that's just fine and because they didn't move as the line advanced. Continue to listen. Advanced.
1: Sometimes they were on their knees, uh, begging with officers, some veterans, saying, please don't do this. Uh, but if you did not move when they told you to move, that was the fate that you suffered. That was, was your no fate. Do use. what you're told. Nobody Comply. Was there was not mass arrests and gun points, despite what a New York Times headline uh, appeared to report. And most importantly, no one died, because there was a false report on American news that a woman was trampled by a force yesterday. That- now, we'll we Can you explain some of those. what appears
2: to be excessive force by police officers when a protester is arrested There is multiple videos on social media showing police delivering blows with their knee and their fists while the protesters are down. Is this necessary? So I I haven't specifically seen the videos you're talking about, but what I can advise you is we do have mechanisms to review all of the arrests. We will absolutely be involved in reviewing arrests to make sure that the lawful amount of force was used. Yeah, Here are
1: your terrorists. These are the real terrorists here.
2: Terrorists around (laughs) Canada right now. Everybody, all the terrorists, say hello. It does sound terrible. I'm also a racist, too.
1: <laughs> I'm an Asian racist. Who knew? Oh. Both my wait wait families
2: escaped communism. That makes me a racist, though. Wait wow. Would that make you an
1: uh, Asian supremacist? Yeah, I'm an Asian supremacist. white <laughs> power like over white
0: power. Here they are uh, handing out the Bill of Rights. Copy the term um, of Bill this of is rights. what these, you know, and, and oh. juxtapose oh. this to some of the visions we were seeing earlier of the protest-turned-riots in 2020, right? Um, And these are people just on their knees, a lot of them praying uh, in their peaceful protest. You know, this is, these people aren't getting out of control here. I I just wanted us to be able to see a bit of what's really going on. Differing colors of people, differing races of people. That's what we're really seeing. This is a a 90-year-old who is saying, I live here and, you know, we've been lied to. Go truckers. I
1: just don't know where to go from here.
0: So that's where we're at. And that's not all we have. That is just showing you what the what the protest is really all about that's indicative of hundreds of hours of footage that i've gone through adam to uh, from both sides to try to find a balanced story and to say okay uh, where are the riots you know where where's the danger where's this terrorist activity
2: and it's literally all over social media you know like guys go out there and just look around and, and try to find video footage of truckers beating cops and destroying property you're just not gonna see it you will see people that look like they're praying and no sitting around having a tailgate no, 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 sort of no. experience and people that are in some cases singing this songs this isn't together. about
0: coronavirus but uh, forgive me ordinary it, it, it's, it's
2: absolutely insane to sit the, to sit here and see the media call them these these words like insurrectionists racists, and, yeah. and criminals they're these guys are patriots that's, that's that's exactly what they are well they're very brave uh, and they're in, in doing
0: what that. they're doing i'm not gonna lie i mean they have had to endure a lot uh, for for their cause and have no tried house. to do it in a kind way, I guess. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull this up, Adam. Uh, and this is going to give you a little more insight into what the media is reporting versus what's really going on. Now Our first video was just kind of showing that's the spirit. You know, they're they're there jumping, partying, kneeling, uh, helping each other, sweeping up of snow from sidewalks. Um, and I want to go back to this media. I, I hope I have this whole thing. Uh, the media is reporting, uh, saying that, you know, I didn't see any any violence and and this false report of a woman being trampled you know this is just silliness so this is what the what the country what the world is hearing from the media
1: nobody was shot there was not mass arrests at gun points despite what a new york times headline uh, appeared to report and most importantly no one died there was a false report on american news that a woman was trampled by a force yesterday
0: now the media said it, it must be true right this, this is the here. woman being
1: trampled.
2: They just trampled that lady they just fully
1: trampled that lady they just fully trampled that lady, oh, here's the lady.
0: Yeah, that this is where the Mounties came in. You can see this woman down here, a mobility scooter. She's on a mobility scooter, for crying out loud. Now, this is a couple who um, were threatened with arrest because they served the truckers in their business down there in the downtown area. Much of their videos were taken down. Uh, I got a secure video. This was the police banging on their door, threatening to threatening to break down the glass and telling them that they would be arrested for serving the truckers because they served the truck because they did business because they didn't say are you one of the protesters i'm sorry we're not going to do business with you that's not okay i mean can you imagine that happening in the 1950s and 60s and uh, police banging on the door and saying hey you you're doing business with blacks you're letting blacks eat at your restaurant Insane. but wait there's I mean, who, who more of them are we're gonna to we're gonna get also, through, right? through like, some of
2: they're literally a small business trying okay, to cover this out of you guys get it everywhere overhead. now and, like that's what they are around for right as, yeah. as business owners i mean are you are you literally saying that they now have to discriminate who their customers
0: are like that's insane. and look at this this is the i saw no gassing oh no there's no gassing this is these are the peaceful protesters, and they were peaceful. There, there weren't people getting out of control or starting violence. They're literally being gassed by their government, okay? And we saw that during Black Lives Matter. Mostly when people were getting out of control and throwing Molotov cocktails and and, uh, frozen water bottles and weapons at the police. Ottawa police are insisting they aren't using tear gas. Um, So I don't know. Maybe that's just fireworks or, you know, they have a smoking problem up there in Canada. This is a guy... Who uh, we won't hear his testimony, but he's talking about how he was beaten. You can see his face uh, roughed up by cops. They grabbed him and started beating him and grabbed his. Hood put it over his head, and he was like, "I can't breathe, I can't breathe." You know, George Floyd, I can't breathe. (laughs) It was, (laughs) it was horrible. I mean, I mean, just horrible. Uh, Police really getting out of control. And I'll see if there is um, another video on here just to give you some background, folks, as we're looking. This man who was grabbed. Watch what they're doing in the background. He's literally grabbing this uh a butt of a gun do you see that him using the oh, butt yeah. of a gun on him. oh and just
2: hitting hitting the guy
0: yeah but you know this reporter didn't see any police brutality or anything you know i mean it's all balance it, it's all good it
2: ali Velshi or rachel Maddow? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's 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 insane that that's what's going on i mean the, the police are basically acting like trudeau's goons and doing his dirty work it's and this is what happens when the government no longer is indicative of or representing the 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 will and the needs of the people you know you have these elected officials here who are not doing what they swore to do and and so because they are now being questioned they are wepo- or deputizing beyond their authority to now beat people who are peacefully assembling and and and, and that's really really scary Uh, Where does it go from there? Right. Australia. Are you going to start locking people up? You know, is that is that what's next? Uh, Seems like it might be the next logical. It's a big concern.
0: They are not supposed to use in Canada emergency powers uh, like those that were instituted unless parliament's able to vote on it. Uh, Parliament hasn't been together for the last couple of years, basically. But uh, be- they couldn't vote on it because they canceled the meeting because they said, well, it's just too dangerous and too hard for people to come in because of the protest. So we're just going to go ahead and take emergency powers. I don't care where you stand on the subject. The problem is if you're way of view is in power, I guess it doesn't bother you. It's no skin off your back. But just think if these very things would have happened during the Black Lives Matter movement, I would hope that everyone would say this isn't okay. And and Adam, yeah. what is it? What is it with you know, there's a lot of good cops out there. I've I've been the first to say, hey, blue lives do matter and we can't throw out all of the, you know, all the baby with the bathwater and say all cops are are bad. There have been a lot of cops who have said, I won't be part of this. This is true. But what is it that happens in this mindset of where you see these this fever of fury that comes from those in control and those with boots on the ground. What's going oh, yeah. on I there? Mean,
2: w- without a doubt, uh, an overwhelming vast majority, 99% of, of police officers are very, very good. And they choose to fill those boots, not getting paid enough to do so for a reason that isn't money related. They're not money motivated to do what they do. They genuinely do care about the communities they serve. But of course you have so many other things that go on you know, amongst the ranks of those departments where you have you have superiors who are reporting to superiors who are reporting to political superiors in some cases, and their their orders go down the line. And the the routine, of course, is to follow I don't want either. Well, I've seen, uh... there Are police officers over there who are saying this is not what I signed up for. This is not serving the community. This is, in fact, a total dereliction of duty if if we do this we are literally spitting on the constitution that we store to protect and we've seen that in in the united states in some cases and and here we're seeing it in canada as well but still there are too many too many i think too many too many forces kind of acting like sheep in some cases michelle like literally pushing the protesters out beating the protesters in in some cases doing what they're told to do there's such a moral sort of like struggle i think that some of those guys are facing where it's like okay well how do i defy my boss without getting in trouble or how do i protect the people without defying my boss i i, I, I don't know i just i really see
0: a, a scary mindset a totalitarian you know con- complete buy-in not unlike what we have seen in other regimes how is it that people are i mean how was it a, that uh, soldiers were able to shovel jews into an oven exactly you right. know how do you lose your humanity we see that when we have people th- who are in authority taking authority over people like this there was an well, opening Michelle,
2: i think that when you have society start to move away from protecting the family and when you have society kind of lose its sense of principles and values and then you you kind of grow without that you know as a society then you what's that quote like if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and i think that
0: i think we have as you
2: see kind of the world start to get away from those those values that i think make us special and allow us to be free the way we the way we should be
0: well uh, as an update Uh, a lot of the hundred or more trucks have been hauled away. Uh, the media's claiming victory that the streets are quiet again and the and the protest is over. It's not. Uh, wow. There was an open letter from uh, the Freedom Convoy to Parliament that continues this fight. They even cited that woman that I mentioned that the media said it was a false report. Uh, who was trampled? She was a Mohawk mother on a mobility scooter. Um, there were even social, there's social media from police chatter that showed they were making fun of it and how funny Ugh. it was to trample over over the lady. Um, there were reports in the media, sure. that wasn't a mobility scooter, it was a bike. It was a bike that was thrown at the, you know, anything to try to discredit. That's not what we saw. We saw the opposite happening during Black Lives Matter. I would like to just see some some integrity as a media person, freaking some integrity in your yeah. reporting, some freaking consistency. Well,
2: Michelle, the way these people are being victimized, and I think the word is victimized here. Y- you saw a lot of that with the people who were present at the Capitol on January 6th. Right. There were a lot of people that were victimized by the media, by social media, by the, the far left press, uh, people that were genuinely victims that did have gripes and then also those who even were prosecuted right were victimized in many cases by the doj following a political narrative um, with, with basically no facts to, to, to validate charges that were filed that in, in many cases destroyed people's lives.
0: Are there charges that are really- filed against leadership of the Black Lives Matter movement? Have any of their mm-hmm. has any of their funds been seized? Has any of their property been seized? Has you know what well, about reparations for the people even within their own communities whose businesses were annihilated?
2: Right, I know. I know. Sixty million dollars or so of funding is under review. I think for not being reported to the IRS. Well, the right let way, me ask I you think. this: but What I about the people? What about the
0: people who gave to the Black Lives Matter movement? Are they being followed? Are they uh, having their uh, bank account seized?
2: I, VP Harris looks pretty good right now, doesn't she? <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. And <laughs> I don't look, think so. It you is know? not, not it over be because uh, I'm going to show in the background.
2: I've seen, uh, seen a video online. Okay, this is
0: actually something beyond uh, it being over. Um, people are now concerned that uh, it's not Canadian police that are standing there. You know, they, they have no name tags, no badge numbers, a lot of them. They're taped over. And they're saying some of them aren't speaking English. So, so I this I is some of the concerns. And here we go. Take a listen. The
2: United Nations plane right here in North Bay. I wonder where all those cops in Ottawa came from.
0: So there's some concern what? that that yeah there this is a UN plane there. So are they bringing people from out? Has it how far how in the weird Straight has it from gone? Davos. <laughs> okay, so how far in the weird? And uh, on mute, you're not going to be able to hear this, but I'm going to play it in the background as Adam and I talk. Uh, these are some protests from around the world: from Calgary, from Vancouver, British Columbia, from Israel from Rome. You're going to see in the background here of people who are standing in support of the truckers. So that's kind of where we're at. And it isn't over because apparently the freedom, um, the let it roll convoy is starting. Now, and by March 5th, we'll be leaving California. California truckers are kind of starting this convoy from what they say is the left coast. It's the people's convoy. And they're organizing truckers who will hit the road for the nation's capital, trying to get there by the time uh, Biden stumbles over his State of the Union address. <laughs> um, they, want a, they demand that the Emergency Powers Act be lifted ending the the mandates so they are on the roll and people are already rolling you can see in some of uh, the videos that there are people already rolling what you're seeing in the background if you're watching this if not you can see it at mymichellelive.com you're seeing people in Israel
2: this makes uh, me so happy Michelle yeah it's like people are sick of it and they're and they're not afraid and they're sitting here saying we're not going to take it no, we're not going to... I mean, this is great, right? Like, this is exactly what they should be doing. Standing That's up right. right.
0: And uh, what I just wanted to give a moment to this rally. This is a lot of what we're going to see uh, in March in California as they start off this rally. These are, in this group, it's very important that you pay attention. You're going to see all races, all ages, all political affiliations. This is a... is. America here, and this is what happens when real Americans come together and say, "Knock it off! This has gone too far. Y'all are dumbass crazy." Get out of here with that! Get out of here. <laughs> so take a listen. You're going to love this, Adam. Let's see if we can play this here. This is what you get when you decide to go after a person's
1: child, and I have to make it very clear that. They really didn't expect all of this.
0: <laughs> no they didn't.
1: Thousands from across the country rallied today in Washington D.C. a rally against COVID-19 mandates. The message for many on Sunday was not anti-vaccine right! but the right to choose. That's right! Thank all of you for coming out today and to stand
2: up for our children Our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren
1: The determination to preserve medical freedom is in your hands We are fighting against Big Pharma They have always
2: put profits before patients
1: What? You know, here in the United States, really, it's <laughs> going to be black people who really should get it first To my African-American brothers and sisters The vaccine that you're going to take was developed by an African-American woman. As an African-American, I come here as one of the most vaccine-hesitant groups. The vaccine passports and the vaccine mandates take us back to the days of segregation. It's back to the slave passports. Are you free or are you not free? I'm tired of these people that sit in the White House, that stimulate race wars. Tired that we are being... Experimented on. We have all been deceived. I'm tired that we are being manipulated because they use celebrities to to control the black community. But as you see in the audience, those who are Muslims, Christians, those in the Jewish communities, Democrats, Republicans, white, black, this is the example that they do not want to see, but they have no choice. This mall is so beautiful. Look at all of you. The world sees us. We will not stop fighting for truth and for life.
0: there you go i know that was a a long video but i think it's really important for those of you who are watching or listening or reading that feel disenfranchised who are frustrated with what's going on who are saying uh, the lunatics are running the asylum who wonder if you live in cities like like mine if anyone out there is seeing the idiocy and you know what you're not in the minority uh, you right. heard Trudeau say oh it's this small lunatic fringe so to speak of, of people with these these unacceptable ideas oh no sweetheart this is how most people think this is how normal people think it's just you crazy people who have gotten way too much power and we've been silent for too long here, it's about here. freedom really that video and touches. conversation I mean, that,
2: that montage there touches on things that are so important right now that have I think brought us to where we are today where You have people identifying the the truth of corporatism and and what that means when these big companies have way too much power. That's not just in the private sector, but also
0: coronavirus, but
2: the White House working on a daily basis with the big media and the big technology companies to control the public mindset and public discussion. That's a really big deal. When you have people who work in huge big pharma, right? The big pharma companies, but then they're also making decisions. On behalf of the u.s government as to what you must put in your body but not 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 also losing sight of the fact that those decisions happen to relate to or result in billions of dollars of revenue for their companies i mean that's insane people are sick of it people are sick of being told that they're not allowed to think uh or, or ask questions that are important yes and here we are now and and we have we'll shoot michelle um so true social right Today is President's Day. It's February 21st, and there are now thousands of, of, of people testing out this new social media platform, which is just indicative of a total rejection of all of those things that take our freedoms away. The market wants freedom. The market wants diversity of thought. The market wants the American way to persevere. And that's why this show is so important, because we are kind of a product of, of our society in a lot of ways, but we also are mindful of the fact that we drive... We are the, 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 the makers of our own destiny, right? We will dictate what our future holds. And as the people in this montage were kind of pointing out, we're doing this for our kids, for our grandkids, for our future. Yeah. We're doing it for ourselves. And and it's that's why it's just so important that we're all in this together.
0: Because people think that they can enact their own laws that you thinking differently is illegal. Now let's take a a story from Allegiant Air where a passenger was kicked off because he had a a mask on. It was covering his nose and mouth. He was in compliance, (laughs) but what he wasn't doing was complying with the group think Uh, his mask said, let's go Brandon written in. I think it was Sharpie on the side and he was asked to leave.
2: I, I I don't know if you have the video for this one, but
0: I'm gonna see if know, I do. I think I do. I,
2: I'm gonna make a tacky comment here. The the flight attendant who was like clearly a supervisor, uh judging by the the vest that she was wearing. Yeah, I think uh, she was to the, have a, a dog gate. to bounty hunter haircut. And so like there was already sort of like this air of authority there. And when this person went to a passenger who was sitting very peacefully in his seat, not making a big deal, um, she she literally like Kicked the guy off the flight for wearing a mask that we already know doesn't work and well for but she that told him
0: he could get another mask she was going to give him another mask he didn't comply so of course he deserves to be beaten with a baton or whatever well, hello Michelle, there's you know. no
2: faa regulation saying that you can't exercise your freedom of speech right like there's not one and and this flight attendant sitting here not knowing the rules literally like a flight attendant karen Kicks the guy off the flight, citing FAA regulations that don't exist. Uh, you want we'll to take a there. look yeah. you know, for, for allowing so this to so comment that you've on there. But I'm to you there? i to if you okay. So I'm going to ask you to put a different mask on, or I'm gonna put a mask on. So is that violation of my rights? It's, it's, this is an FAA regulation, and I'm you put That's
1: on. great,
2: but
1: what it's nice
0: to be that good. This is the mask.
1: I'm going to ask you to change your mask i you permission to film me Okay, I'm
0: gonna have you Wait, I don't give you permission to kill me? Oh, film me. I was like, <laughs> film, what? Yeah. Film me. Okay. No. It's public space
2: though. He doesn't need permission.
0: You know what's really disturbing to me is Uh, you saw that a lot in some of the videos in Canada where the police would take and smash a person's face no you don't you know what's brought what's done in darkness will be brought to the light the bible says you know and if you are if you have to hide a camera because you don't want someone to see what you're doing you may want to rethink what you're doing
1: I'm just saying
0: Uh, a lot of these mandates and and some of the problems that people have said, wait a minute, we need to discuss this before you mask our kids, before you shoot me up with experimental drugs. I want to talk about it. I want to know what I, and I don't want to be forced. I shouldn't have to force something into my body. That's their basic beef. And it makes a bit of sense, but on top of it, um, we're hurting ourselves, with some of these mandates now i'm not going to pretend that the vaccine doesn't give us a modicum of protection for a short time for a certain variant it's not widespread we do know that now beyond a shadow of a doubt that it can help you with the variant it was meant to protect on not next week's variants and it (laughs) diminishes after it diminishes greatly after a week two weeks three weeks four. less than a month you're you're no longer you may no longer have any protection whatsoever we do know that secondarily we also know that some people have developed myocarditis uh, people have dropped dead there have been issues some people may want to know that that's what that's the danger that they're in. But let's just talk about those masks for a moment, Adam. Well, Michelle, as we kind of tee into the mask discussion, I just want to
2: drop this quote here from uh, Donald Lloyd-Jones, president of the American Heart Association. And the quote is this, and it's scary. We are expecting a tidal wave of cardiovascular events in the coming years from direct and indirect causes of COVID. We've already, and that's the quote, we've already seen a lot of atypical cardiovascular and cardiac events take place amongst young, healthy groups of people, right? Like athletes, you have highly tuned soccer stars falling dead on the pitch, right? Like that is not normal. Uh, Situations where people are feeling pain in their hearts. Uh, I, I know someone who works for Congress who couldn't feel the entire left side of her body after she got her vaccine. Out of respect for her, I'm not going to say her name, but but that is a real thing that she experienced from her experience with the vaccine itself. So, you know, in the, in the days that follow, in the years that follow, we don't really know what we're going to be having come our way. But we do know that in the world of natural immunities, it's like having the most diverse risk portfolio ever. Like you are, you are literally ready for any variant that might come your way, mm-hmm. more so than not. But when you get a vaccine itself, you are tuned up for one specific type of variant for a little bit of time, not that long. Apparently, the CDC has already admitted that they're not releasing the most specific information relative to COVID and the the effectiveness of vaccines. And that's a huge concern. But we we, we see them sit back and point to masks as like this solution, right? Like, what does that solve? I mean it solves freaking nothing. The the mask is disgusting. It it, it like it, it has old food on it. It has dried mucus on it, dried spit. You know, it's like it, Michelle, I bet most masks are dirtier than the toilet seat in most public bathrooms. And I say <laughs> well, that with a nasty on my face, but I, I I just I'm guessing that that's probably a there's probably a little bit of actual science to that.
0: Let's take a look and see what uh this reporter uh CBS reporter uh went to have her mask looked at under a microscope. Uh, Take a listen. This isn't about coronavirus, but showing how ordinary daily use can contaminate these fabric and paper things we've all started wearing over our nose and mouth.
2: It's very common
1: that we'll eat and put our mask back on. If we're sweating a little bit, we're creating a really nice soup for these kind of microorganisms.
0: So I'm back here three days later to see the results. How dirty was my mask? Give me the truth. Okay, so I think you can see from here there's uh,
2: plenty of stuff growing.
0: Video from under a microscope <laughs> shows a range oh, of microorganisms, God. including a variety of different bacteria, <sighs> yeast, and plenty of fungus.
2: Most people. So like well, what I think of like skin conditions bass. from when I was a kid, like that You're sure scabies. That people are oh my ridden. gosh, right? Like that's what that just is like. It's like you have this stuff
0: moving on your mask and it's just gross. <sighs> it's horrifying. And on top of that, look, there's two major problems with wearing masks one as you saw when you wear your mask and that moist breath that's going in and out is a breeding ground for horrific germs for horrific germs there's a reason why perhaps a surgeon will wear it while opening somebody up to do surgery but doesn't usually wear it through the day you know you wear it just when needed i get that um the other problem, Adam, is that it the one things that do that are prohibited by masks um, in, any germs that you might be in contact with coronavirus is very tiny so it easily gets through most of most masks right. but what does happen is you're not exposed to a lot of things you normally would be and when you're not exposed, your immune system doesn't get to work itself out like a muscle and become stronger so that when you are exposed to Corona, you can fight it off. But don't take my word for it, take Herr Fauci, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the health-free world, right? This is what he had to say.
2: Really No, closely to this. Uh, right now, people should not be, walk- there's no reason to be walking around with a mask.
0: When you're in the middle of an outbreak,
2: wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is.
0: Yeah, thank you very so. much. Did you guys get that, Herr Fauci? <laughs> thank you very much, Herr Fauci. And and this is why people have been railing against these uh, mandates. Gonna, I. I thought even I would end my, my beef with all of this with something that I don't know if everyone's seen this. Uh, Heather McDonald is a comedian, and she was on stage talking about how, vac- how proudly vaccinated she is and how she hasn't gotten sick, so obviously she's Jesus' favorite. Whoa. I don't care,
1: but I want you to know, double-vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have
0: the shingle shot too, and I still get my period, what, yes, traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID, clearly, Jesus loves me the most, seriously, so nice, so nice. And everyone thinks she's joking, but ladies and gentlemen, she was not. Yeah, she had her, she had her head fractured, her skull fractured. People were laughing in the background going, ah, oh, ha, ha, she's making fun of it. This is a true story. She, um, she, black and blue, she did social media from the hospital saying, I'm so embarrassed guys. I can't believe I passed out on stage. This is real. This is real. Wow.
2: Yeah. That was unexpected, right? Like, yeah, she's sitting here bragging about, oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so vaccinated.
0: vaccinated. Oh, poor thing. And boom. Poor thing. I mean, how miserable for her, but you know, when we've been fed a tremendous pack of lies, um, when we're not allowed to have free debate or have uh, anyone talk uh, about the issue, we can't make it better. We have people say, well, you know, there's there's 200 doctors that say, you know, these, this is the way to go. Really? There's 7,000 Or more doctors for free for freedom that say, you know, I've had problems with this. I have documented issues. Why are we not talking about it? So uh, we spent a lot of time today talking about the convoy, Adam, um, and a lot of videos, more so than than usual. I apologize, but I thought it was important for us to to actually see what we're not seeing in the media.
2: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And and it's you have the doctors that are in that 7,000, a lot of these are people who have been, in many ways, Michelle, when they started asking questions, their employers started to come down on them, their universities started to come down on them, some of them started to lose their research grants. I mean, it's crazy that the people that we want asking the most educated, important questions are the ones that were quite literally shot down and kicked out (laughs) Uh of the conversation, you know, But, but their questions were never answered, right? And so they didn't just go away. And that's where we are today. The questions are still being asked. People are still looking for answers. And I don't think that we're going to stop until we get them.
0: No. And that's why we're, there's pushback. That's why we're showing these videos. That's why there's a convoy. That's why there's a protest to say this isn't okay. Whether it's coming from the government using their power to say, if you stand against us, you will not do business. You will have your business license removed. We will take your personal property. You will not be able to buy, sell or trade. Don't you dare stand against us, which is what we saw in Canada to a flight attendant on the flight. Saying you don't get to say that you don't get to have a mask that has that on because well I don't like it and the power that be says that you that it's not good and make up some kind of law you know whether it's on the street somebody yelling at you because you you know want to breathe <laughs> whatever it may be it's time for us to stop it's time for us to have conversations and that's what we're standing for and I think really the theme of the smoke and mirrors today that you get in the media and from the government that's a lot of what we've presented today it's all smoke and mirrors and we want to cut through that and and really get to the heart of the story I'll give you the final word Adam
2: you're right on exactly right I mean Getting to the heart of the story in every case, seeking to understand, asking questions that matter, and when when things don't quite add up, keep looking. Right, like seek more than one source because we already know that one source is not adequate. In journalism school, most journalists were educated that they need at least three good sources to to validate and run with
0: the story. Oh, that was back um, in the day, right? I don't right? think. I think they're more talking about uh, social justice now than <laughs> than how to ask the way, what, when, where, hows, whys, and to validate
2: right like can you just imagine if if the the social justice warriors actually went and started fact checking some of their own statistics and their own facts i mean probably feel kind of stupid right so yeah i think keep asking questions and don't fall into the things uh called self censorship i think that's the absolute worst thing that any of us could do um so long as we ask good questions and and by the way call us out too when we're wrong. like let us know please We're, we're, we're not so uh so uh Inflated in our own self-worth and ego that we can't listen to criticism or advice, and and if you have facts, just share them with us. We can we can open our mind and expand ourselves to a different perspective. Uh, I think that's what makes us
0: better it's called so conversation that's right uh adam azieri you can find more information at MyMichelleLive live and uh, on his uh, amazing company that can help you uh just thrive in your business agency partners interactive and uh you can get more at mymichellelive.com. thanks for joining in remember like this share this we need to grow free media it's not just to grow our efforts it's to grow free speech it's to keep it secured so uh, whether you like or dislike some of the things that we say if you are a proponent of free speech and you're concerned about where things are going like this and share this I mean share it with everybody comment whatever we can do these are the small ways that we can take back freedom thanks Adam for joining us and thank you
1: For more fun, go to MyMichelleLive.com.